previously on Attempted Adventure. As you guys are all standing here investigating, you hear, I knew it could only be you four. Oh, fuck. All I can say is, they told me it would be you, and I'm well, prepared for this. If you haven't figured it out yet, you're obviously no match. And then she dives into the water and swims away. In the very center of the room is a gigantic single spike that goes all the way up to the ceiling. And on the top of that spike, Melody, you see a headpiece with a gemstone set into the front of it, around the spike at the very top. I'm gonna pull the spear out of the bag of holding, and I'm gonna use that because it's longer and I care about it less. You hook the end of your spear under the metal of this headpiece, and the black oozing comes trickling up the tip of your spear faster than before now, and it travels up your arm and starts making its move towards your body. Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? Melody, it's your turn. Melody's gonna blind that bitch. <laughs> what do I make? A constitution saving throw. 23. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, that doesn't work. All right, yeah, I didn't Holy think so. Otto, Wait, what'd you do? She tried to blind her. What's up? Okay. What's it going did on, not Otto? work. Uh, it's my turn? Mm-hmm. All right, um, well, since I landed with that spear in my hand... I'm just going to chuck that bad boy right at her. Okay. 20. That hits. Sick. So What's the range on a spear? 60 feet. Okay. I figured that was... Sorry, I just assumed Yeah, that no, that's fine. It says here 1d6 plus 2, and then in parentheses 1d8 plus 2. I'm not sure when to use which. It's if it's two-handed. It's a... It's a... So for a throw, I would use 6, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think I, if you were wielding it as a two-handed weapon, like that's to, what make I thought. A, to make a melee strike, but if you're using it as a ranged attack, you would do one. Gotcha. Okay, that's what I thought. Three. Okay. It, uh, spear. it sticks into her arm, and she pulls it out and throws it to the ground. And next in the Amateur order... Amateur hour. She could have thrown it right back. Next in the order is <laughs> Portia. Uh, I'm going to longbow at the creature. The water creature? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm going to do it at her. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember how to do this. At That's plus your, plus your dexterity. 18. That hits. Now you have to roll your damage. Fuck. Five. Okay. Okay. Uh, next in the order is Fenian. What'd it do, fam? I don't know why that got me. I don't know. He's going to use this very specific spell to kill you. I'm going to use, <laughs> how far away is Ula? She's on the ceiling. How high is the ceiling? It's like 30 feet. 40-ish. 40? Okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and use four sorcerer points as my last fourth level spell slot. I'm going to use polymorph on myself, <laughs> and I'm turning into a giant ape. Oh, baby. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> 
Can I insist that, uh, just so you guys know, in my head canon, uh, Fenian does the Jet Jaguar like arm moves from Godzilla versus Megalon. Of course. Before he you grows into insist. a gorilla. Noted. We don't have Absolutely to. that happens. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's my move. I let out a gross ape shout. Oh, she loves it. She Does she? It <laughs> She's so into this. Oh, no. I, I avert my eyes. This seems, <laughs> seems very personal. Um, Is that your whole, that's your whole turn? Is that's my action. Make, okay. Yeah. If y'all kill her in the next three turns, I'm going to be so annoyed. I'm gonna. <laughs> so the water creature starts moving independently of Ula. And she is going to, from the, her perch up on this ceiling, it's going to move her closer, uh, about 10, 15 feet closer to the tip of the giant stalactite. Um, and she's going to start reaching. But as she does that, she's also going to cast... Um, a sixth level magic missile down at Fenian. Oh no! Well, it wouldn't be down at him now, wouldn't it be? No, she's still above us. She's still oh, above okay. you, like directly above us, I think. So I have a really the giant ape um has a little baby armor class. Oh no! <laughs> so enjoy. Oh, magic missiles auto hit, isn't it? You don't need my armor class. Never you mind. Create three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range of dart deals. And if it's that's first level. Yep. So it's three plus another one for every level. So it's three extra. No. It would be four extra. It is four extra. So it's No, it's seven, five extra. Three, four, one, five. Six, two, three, seven, four, five, six. Eight. So it's eight darts. Eight darts. So it is roll... instantaneous. Yes, it is. So I'm gonna roll eight d eight d four plus one. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is eight d four plus one. Yep. Four. Oh. Eight. Eleven. Fourteen. Seventeen. Nineteen. 22, or 21. That was six, right? Uh, yes. 25. 27. 28 damage on you, Fenian. Okay. Are you still a monkey boy? I'm still very much a monkey boy. <laughs> and next in the order is Melody. Hey, girl. I'm about, like, what? You said, like, 40 feet away? She's 40 feet away? Yeah, she's on that ceiling. I'm going to cast Shatter. Okay. Oh, nice. And it's a sudden, loud, ringing noise, painfully intense. Uh, each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution constitution saving throw. Okay. So I don't know, is that like... It's just her. Just her? Okay. And her water is it, monster. Is the creature? Oh, but I'm doing it at level three. So the damage increases by 1d8. Uh, so it's 4d8 thunder damage on a failed save. Half as much on a house. Seven. Seven. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's gonna hit. All right, you better roll that. Forty-eight. So that is sorry. Fourteen. Fourteen, Fourteen damage. Fourteen. I'll take it. Okay. Uh, Otto. Uh, longbow. <laughs> I also I'm pissed at myself because I forgot I get two attacks per turn, so I should have done that last turn, but. Oh, I thought that was just um, melee. Not anymore. It was until like level six or some shit. Gotcha. 13. 
Doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, 15. Doesn't hit. God damn. Oh. Next, Portia. I'm going to do... Pull the dead again. Okay. That's wisdom saving throw. Okay. 10. It hits. 10. 4. 14. 14. Okay. So she is having a hard time maintaining a grip on this water monster, and it grows tendrils out of its back and wraps her tighter to itself. Um, and next in the order is Fenian again. Fenian, ape Fenian beats on his chest and uses his ranged attack. Because she hasn't moved, has she? She's still up at the top of the spike, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, It is just a ranged weapon attack, so it's... Whoa. That's not going to hit. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's definitely not going to hit. Um, Actually, I don't know how fucking ranged weapon attack works. It's plus your dex. It is plus my dex. Oh, actually, it's not that, though, because it's a different creature. So it's okay. 14. Does not hit. What does an ape's okay. ranged weapon attack look like? Is it? It he would like be called. Launches a rock or something? Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping. My two attacks as an ape include fist and rock. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I hurl a big boulder, but obviously I miss. It misses. Next in the order is going to be Ula. And it's going to bring her that much closer to the tip of the spike. Uh-oh, ladies and gents. She's going to reach down and lay a hand on the spike. And um, you can all see the black ooze creep up her arm and fill the water creature around her. Oh, no. And now the water is a silky black kind of inky, viscous looking thing floating above you all. And she's, she gingerly takes the diadem off the tip of the spike and holds it triumphantly in her hand. Does the inky black water creature look delicious? No. Okay, just checking. Oh. It sounds like it looks delicious. Not the question I thought was going to be asked there. but Me neither. Okay. And um, us on her toes. Now she's going to cast... Uh, fifth level, Ice Storm. A hail of hard rock ice comes down on a 20-foot radius, four-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. She's going to cast it at you, Melody. No, not me. Make a dexterity saving throw. I'm going to die. It's a 14. You save. But <laughs> miraculous. You're going to take half of. I would not be surprised if that was Melody's first save ever. Ever. <laughs> Honestly, I think it was. <laughs> Thank God. I needed that. <laughs> so you're going to take you. you're going to take three D eight bludgeoning damage and four D six cold damage. That's fine. Oof. So Plus seven. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen plus seven. Twenty. Twenty bludgeoning damage. Awesome. I'm about to get knocked out, guys. Four D6 cold damage. Eight. Nine. 
11. I'm 11. officially knocked out. Okay. Oh, are you at zero? I'm at zero. Oh, Melody, no. And the end of Ula's turn is going to mean you are going to roll a death save. Cool. Love it. What are those again? The eight? D8? You, you roll no, a D20. D20. And you don't add anything to it. <laughs> One. <gasps> a hailstorm, a magical hailstorm brings a deluge of pain and sharpness down on you. And it's all you can do to stay on your knees when you fall from the damage. But uh, as the cold starts to seep into your bones, you feel yourself uh, falling asleep and slipping away. And you crumble to the ground. <sighs> uh, Otto. She's so sick. Otto. So sick. There's a montage in Porsche's head right now of like the solo to so yeah, uh, the flute so sick, and it's us in our dorm room talking <laughs> and sneaking down to the kitchen eating snacks. A one counts as two failures. Okay, all right. So on your next turn, you're gonna have to make another roll. Then, Holy <gasps> oh my god! Holy fuck! I really thought wounds. we lost Melody for a second. Yeah, I... how far is Melody from me? Uh, you are. Let's say forty feet, because she's basically at the basin of water. No, are you? You're at the base of the spike, right? Yeah, she's right next to me. Yeah, okay, we're next, you're next to each other. <laughs> you what? Uh, I'm gonna cast uh, cure wounds on Melody. <gasps> okay. Jesus Christ, I'm so sh- shook. I'll just do third level cure wounds because Jesus that. Christ. Okay, so you get fourteen hit points. Woo. Thank God, I'm alive. Hey, Melody. That the moment. Was a like, very scary Hi. <laughs> oh, you're awake. All right. Uh, oh, I got some warmth in my bones. Oh, here oh. I am. <laughs> She's warming up. Next in the order is Portia. Roll the dead. How about a d20? <laughs> Are you going to roll a d6? I'm going to roll a d8. <laughs> That's a 20. Oh. Yeah, okay, boy. Sorry, Portia. Okay. Next. Fenian. I'm going to use that ape rock attack again. <laughs> rock. Rock. I use rock. Um, and so I'm going to roll a d20. It's a ranged attack. That's a nat 20. Okay. So she gets hit. It is 76 Ouch. bludgeoning damage. Out. So that's. Here's a d6. Can I steal some d6s? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is five. So that's oh mamma mia. <laughs> Twelve, <laughs> sixteen, twenty-one, twenty-six, thirty-six. Ouch! Sorry, Ula. We can oh, you. Ola. Ola. Ola, Ola. Thank you. You're welcome. Jesus Christ. The uh, inky black water creature wraps more tightly around her, making an X with its water tendrils around her shoulders to keep her uh, stable. And it moves to the wall and kind of turns itself so she's no longer sitting upside down. Um, It's now kind of sitting at more of like an upright angled kind of diagonal on top of its back. Um, And it's kind of trying to keep her standing stable. And 
<clears throat> she's going to shakily reach up a hand and um, she's now much closer to you all and she's going to cast Blight oh, on no. fifth level on where are you all? Melanie and Otto I'm just out of range. Melanie and Otto are at the base <laughs> of the spike. Fenny and I'm just aping around just somewhere. Aping around somewhere. And Portia, you're kind of like in the middle of the outer ring towards the water. Yeah. I think I'm same idea as her, but a little bit closer. Same idea as Portia. I think it's in. Yeah. Like we were on the outer radius, but pushed in a little that bit. That sounds right to me. All right. She's gonna cast it at Fenian. Yeah. Constitution saving throw you make. Yes. That would be a. Ten. That shit don't do it. Oh, that shit hurt it. So now I'm guns to roll. It's 8d8 base, but you said... Fifth level, which is 9d8. Oh. Well, this is the first <laughs> time I've ever come across this scenario in this game, so I did mess up last time. So we can re ameliorate that this time. What are we doing? I am using a spell that requires concentration. Oh, right. I forgot about that. So when I take damage, I have to make a roll that I didn't make last okay. time. So we'll see if... Fenian. My dear, dear Fenian. Yes. You're going to take 44 points of necrotic damage. Okay. That's a lot. And next in the order is Melody. I have to roll concentration first. Oh, please roll concentration first. The way that works is... Constitution saving throw. The DC equals 10 or half the damage you take, whichever number's higher. So I have to do 22. Better roll high, baby. Yeah, I'm going to need that good, good high roll of 18 or above. Because I'm a big eight, but my constitution's only plus four. It's a two. <laughs> so Fenian loses concentration and Polymorph ends. All right. You're a, a little tiefling again. I am a little so tiefling again. So do you again. keep the same amount? Do you have the same amount of hit points as when you were an ape? No, those are gone. But I'm you, back to regular Fenian. But you've taken the same amount of damage. No. Oh. It's the way I understand polymorph is if you get to the end of polymorph hit points, then they carry over. Oh, really? It's like a big pool of HP. This is crazy. Or I'm extremely wrong and I'm about to take about 100 points of damage. We're going so. to find out. Uh, in which case, Fenny about to die, kids. The target assumes the hit point of its new form. When it reverts to its normal form, the creature returns to the number of hit points it had before it transformed. Yeah. If it reverts as a result of dropping the zero hit points, any excess damage carries over. So yeah, you have what you had before you yeah. turned into an ape. Which, indeed. Hey, it's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you're enjoying Boss Battle Part 2. I just want to give a super special thank you for making it all the way to episode 20. I can't believe we've made it to episode 20. It feels like I just started the show yesterday, but here we all here we are already at episode 20. 
uh, that feels like a milestone to me, and I hope that you keep listening through all of our future milestones. Anyway, onto my usual podcast stuff. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, I highly recommend you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AAdventureCast. I post lots of stuff there, mainly trailers for new episodes, but I also like to keep you updated with uh, progress of the show. If we perhaps have a week where I'm putting it up late or not putting it up at all, I'll let you know there, and I post lots of super fun stuff on Twitter, so follow us there. If you plan on posting anything about the show, be sure to use the hashtag attempted adventure cast as well as tagging us so that we can see it also go ahead and subscribe to us wherever it is you get your favorite podcasts and if you haven't already please leave us a rating and review on itunes it'll boost the show and i'm not going to tell you all that other stuff because listen you've listened to 20 whole episodes you've heard me say it again and again i really am just so thankful for you guys sticking it through i don't want to take up too much of your time because this is a high tension episode with all of the battling that's going on so enjoy the rest of the episode and i will catch you guys in the next one bye okay next in the order is melody so no no Ula just went yeah that's me yeah yep so i have a fifth level spell mass cure wounds oh love that so a healing a wave of healing energy washes out from a point of choice for up to six creatures that i can target uh and they regain hit points equal to 3d8 plus my spellcasting modifier. Okay. Holy crap. And you're doing that on everyone except Ula? Everybody except Ula. Assumed. Hey. And the creature. Yep. So, do I roll for everybody? No, roll or? one and everybody gets that. Okay. Easiest way to do it. So Can roll I? good. Roll well, Melody. Oh, how many? Uh, It's 3d8 plus my spellcasting modifier. Ooh. So it's 24 plus 5. That's 29. Jesus Christ. I wanted to kill you all so bad. I wish you would. Make this last longer. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Um, so that's 29. Can we go over our maximum? No, right? No. no. You okay. just go to, to your max. No, no, no. <laughs> when did Palpatine get here? <laughs> no. He's always there in the corner. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> this is the reason we got the microphone. <laughs> so we can do horrible Palpatine impersonations into That's the it. mic. This is our Palpatine impressions for an hour. <laughs> this is our podcast now. Welcome to us doing Palpatine impressions. Do it. <laughs> If you strike me down, I shall only grow stronger. <laughs> Why is it so fun? It isn't so good. Holy shit. I'm going to cry. Otto, it's your turn. It took me almost dying to finally get a decent roll. <laughs> you rolled True. so Seriously. Good. That's poetic justice. <laughs> I rolled 2d8. God damn. Out of three. Okay, she's up there. She's way on up there on her mount. Yes. She's 40 feet above me. No, she's like 30 feet because she climbed down the wall a little bit now. Okay. Actually, I would say she's still 40 feet because you're at the base of the spike and she's on the wall now. Right. Okay, so I'm going to get up on out of this slope. Okay. And get just kind of like generally further away from her. Okay, so you're moving to the other side of the to the uh, other wall now, essentially. 
Yeah, like maybe towards my friends, but not like... Your friends are closer to her than you are. Okay, so yeah, then I'll move away from them. Fuck okay. Them. And then I'm going to take a knee and do my two arrows. Okay. Nope. Uh, That is 26. That hits. I knew it hit. I just had to do the math to figure out how extraordinarily high it was. A year to do that math. <laughs> and that is seven damage. Oh, I was like, you know that thing where when an attack hits, it has to do damage. <laughs> yes, Michael. How about I do math? This is why I keep my phone next to me because I won't be able to fucking do any goddamn math. Okay, the creature now uh, kind of moves its water to create an entire like vest around her, um, and it's just it's fully enveloped her body now in this kind of like wash of water swirling around her, while maintaining its own form. And all her arms and head are free. So she's like she's bloody harder to hit. Oh no, she's, she's bloodied, and it's trying to keep her safe on its back. Uh, and next in the order will be Portia. Um, so for Acid Splash, it says it can hit one creature or two within five feet. So would that mean it would hit the creature and her? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, you have to do a dexterity saving throw. You got it. How would I use my d20? Seven. It hits. <laughs> <laughs> I love the little monkey dance every time Portia makes it. I'm just so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> every time Portia hits, she's like, it's an honor to be here. <laughs> to no one I think the bad, like a bad person too. I'd like to thank my mom and dad for being terrible. Uh, 14 Woof. damage. Ouch. So, Fenian, as you go to make your move, the creature climbs down to the ground and just sort of sets her down against a stalactite. And it props her up and then stands in front of her defensively. What you doing? Where can I oh get one boy. of these? boy. I know, right? I will do Chromatic Orb again. Okay. As a second level spell. And I'm going to use Cold again. Okay. What do I have to do? Um, Nothing. Oh, you're right. That's like a range. Range spell attack. So I'm going to roll. That's a 20. That hits? Yay. I'm going to do it as a second level. So it's 4d8 cold damage. What are you rolling? That would be a 5, 8, uh, 12, mm-hmm. 14. Okay. 14 cold damage at the water lizard. At the water lizard. Yeah, you said it was in front of... It's between her and me, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Oh, I guess I. It you you target it and it 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 hits this this orb of freezing cold, and as it makes contact with the water creature, um, its feet kind of freeze to the ground and it starts to try to move rapidly, and as the ice creeps up the body of this of this water creature, the um, inky blackness kind of all swoops into one dense silhouette on this in the center of the creature and it you see it dart down the long tail of this lizard 
and out the end of the tail, and you all see a black figure skitter away and between some of the stalactites. Um, and it's Ula's turn now, and she is so battered and beaten, she can only really see you out of one eye, and she kind of, like, tries to sit forward. And she says, I never should have underestimated you, for." And she's going to try mm-hmm. to cast... Uh, so, before we kill each other... What? Who are you working for? Because we only have one side of the story. I don't think it would do you any good to find out. No, I disagree. I disagree <laughs> entirely. I would love to know. What the fuck is that crown thing? All you need to know is... This is bigger than the both of us. This is so much bigger than all of us. There are five of us. <laughs> She's I, talking to me. Shut the fuck up, Otto. <laughs> Shut is up, it Otto. bigger than five of us? It's bigger than the six of us. Oh, damn. Is she counting the water monster? I'm counting Terry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but like, fill us in, babe. There's not much more I can say, and she's going to cast a fourth level magic missile. Oh no! Uh-uh. <laughs> How you feeling over there? Um, I'm fine. <laughs> that uh, uh, mass cure wounds did me wonders. Okay, good. That was a good spell. Although fifth, this is not gonna be pretty. So you're gonna get hit with four missiles plus one force damage. So eleven damage. Is that. it plus one per missile? Yeah. So. <laughs> 14 damage. Uh, next, it's going to be Melody, which you don't. Matt, she's shatter. about to steal the kill. I'll tell you what she's doing. I know. I'm so annoyed. Going to cast Shatter. So jealous. I've been well, sitting here okay, trying to wait, come so up with... Before we kill her, should we like bring her back to the monarch and be like, hey, that's a traitor. So we helped... Are we Please confident? don't arrest us for kidnapping and holding that man hostage. How the fuck are we hostage? supposed to go back to this party with like one of their right hand men on their like on our backs? Yeah. Hog-tied. If anything, I would say it would make sense to try to bring her back to the temple. If I was confident that we could do that without her, just like drinking Being a drop sneaky. of dew off of a leaf and killing <laughs> or us. Or walkie talkie or what are they Rocky called? Rocky talkies. Yeah, yeah I don't you. think there's any practical way to take her prisoner. I think we just kind of have to kill her. Can She's we got slip that. the tip I of mean, her tongue, though, again? You got that? Yeah, I mean, we could try some more That's war true. crimes. We haven't done war crimes in a couple episodes. <laughs> You're right. War crimes. War crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Examine yourself, Portia. You don't think Holy crap. maybe sneaking into a castle and uh, essentially murdering their right-hand man is a war crime? No, it's not. That's just right. Yeah, you're right, Jamie. We don't give ourselves Jamie, enough credit. We've been I doing hate, war crimes. I hate to bring this into the real world, but I think we just did that, actually. <laughs> this is what yeah, I'm saying. It's a war that's crime. That's true. Shatter. All right. Constitution saving Have you even right. seen okay, a James Bond movie? <laughs> it's a four. Yeah, that's uh, going to be 48 thunder damage. Take it. 16. She... Reaches out one last time in spite of you casting this lightning down on her. And as the spell hits, it shatters through her body and she falls limp and the headpiece uh, tumbles out of her hand onto the cold, wet stone. Yay! Portia says that. Bye, bitch. 
You all seem a little too nervous to celebrate this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fenian walks over and picks up the helmet. Wait, wait, wait. It's not a helmet. Let's a not. Hold on. Is, a diadem is basically a tiara. Let's take a second. Oh, I was picturing it like full Spartan headpiece. It's a. It's a. Never mind. Like a tiara. Maybe Melody has like a cool finisher line to deliver right now. No pressure. Um. Wow, she that's really what I was cracked under of. pressure. Oh. <laughs> yeah, stole like, that uh, too? That's, yes. that's pretty um, good. I was going to make a Little Mermaid 2 joke, so that's better. Oh, never mind. Make that one. I like that. Sick. No, I feel like the Mermaid? audience crossover between this podcast and the Little Mermaid is 2 a little, is a probably lot. huge. It's yeah. actually, the Little Mermaid the 2 is my diagram, favorite Disney movie. The, the Venn, Venn diagram, diagram is, is a perfect circle. circle. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I would just say I would like not even give her, like she was not even Ursula. Like, you know, she was Little Mermaid 2 villain. Whoever she was. I really don't remember her name. Ursula's crazy sister. That's what she calls herself in the movie. Oh, man. Okay, you guys are now in this in this cavern, and um, there's a dead body here. Yeah, it's fine. What'd you do? She's just a sea hag. I'm going to hit that rocky talkie. I. What you saying? Cal! Oh, my help. <laughs> Wait, what? No, what's her name? Yeah. Morgana? We should probably Morgana. go home. Oh, uh, we you got an issue. I want to. Oh, yeah. Mayday. Uh, uh, Breakerton for Colin Cal- Cal- Calliope. Calliope? What is it? Cal Green? Cal Green. Calliope. Oh my god. Who's Calliope? Who's Calliope, Calliope is a Greek. <laughs> Who the hell is Calliope? Like Greek mythology. Oh, Cal's there. Hello? Who's, who's Calliope? It's you, Cal. Can you, hey, can you come pick me up, Mom? Uh, we did a war crime. Can you come pick us up? I'm scared. Oh. Uh, the other kids are drinking beer, and I want to go home. I don't. Uh, I thought you liked beer. We talked about our favorite beers <laughs> over dinner. What is happening? Is this auto? Teleport us home. All right, hang tight. I'll send someone. Fenian, I want to pick up the diadem. Okay. Not um, with my hand, though. I want to use my dagger. I want to try to teleport the it. hag corpse home with us, too, if I can. Weird request. Oh. <laughs> Actually... Can we fan out and look for that black thing? Because it was hiding behind the stalagmites. What? Oh, yeah. Sure, I forgot make, about him. If you're doing that, make an investigation check. Everybody? Yep. Yeah, I, I direct everyone. 12. 13. I rolled a two. Ah. Uh, and I don't think I rolling? have a... Investigation. Plus 18 modifier. Which is plus your that. intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> a four. <laughs> okay, then can I, for the first time in this freaking game, remember to use this thing. This is an ability check, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to use the Tides of Chaos. You can manipulate the forces of chaos and a chance in chaos to gain advantage on one attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Once you do, you must finish a long rest before you can use this feature again. Go for it. An 18. Okay, you guys all fan out, and you're you're kind of stepping and checking between the uh, stalactites raising from the ground, and um, Fenian, you stumble upon a kind of little clearing in them, and kind of cracked into the ground, and still full of this little kind of uh, gathering, almost like a puddle, like a puddle of water. It's still kind of pooling with the black smoke. Is that same symbol? that you've seen before on the forehead of the beast in the wastelands yeah. and the top of the tree. 
Okay. And that's it. And then a figure in a green robe appears and kind of looks around. And they're like, uh, pick up. Party of four. Hey, took you long enough. I put the hag corpse over my shoulder like a sack of potatoes. Oh, you're taking that? Yeah, I'm going to need this. Just in case. (laughs) (laughs) The person really does not want to grab your hand. Uh, You put her hand in as well. Wait, wait, we're about to. I'm like, hold on. And I got to go shake my grappling hook back down. Wait, what about Terry? Terry fine. Uh, we'll, we are not welcome back. We we'll go back yeah. up to the surface and we'll find Terry and we'll get him. I don't think we're going to be allowed in this city for ever. Actually, Terrence <laughs> Cruz will be will find his way home, right? We'll get him. We'll get him for you. Someone will come back for him. Someone will come back for him. We'll bring you. No worries. I would have loved to say goodbye to Roscoe and Finley, but you know. Oh yeah. Damn. Can we like? You'll have to come back in disguise sometime. Can we send them like, isn't there like oh, a fantasy Oh, should we send them Ula's diary? Oh, honestly, probably. Oh, yeah. You we do have that for. You don't think you're going to want to keep it for yourself? We, it is not very exciting reading. Fennian will flip through it. It was very boring. Very predictable. <laughs> it's got a lot about that there headpiece. Two out of five took. stars. Yeah, that's true. We should give the diary to. Does it? Olenfair. Olenfair. Oh, okay. Also, should we. Give uh, I feel really bad for Fenley. I wish we'll send well, we her saved something. her brother. Her brother was so. in danger working down there, and now he yeah. won't be. Ula was a crazy person. Yeah, she was definitely the one killing people in the mines. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody was actually like dying in the mines. There were just lots of like ghost Caven. stories and cavens. Yeah, it was cavens. There could have been a cavern while someone was working, and it could have hurt them. Although I don't doubt she would have started because she was crazy. It's true, she did try to well, kill us. I guess not crazy, just working for an evil organization that we have yet to uncover. So you guys are teleported back to the temple. Um, shortly after you arrive, you're stepping off the pedestal, and another figure in a green cloak uh, appears with uh, Terry. Uh, kind of, Thank they're goodness. like cowering beneath him. My kind son, of, like, terrified. Kind of, kind of holding his little weird little ankle. That's my boy. <laughs> he flies to you. Holding him like a chicken. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the worst. Terry and I cry in each other's arms. Oh, it's so nice. No, no, it's not. It's like snotty. It's I'm sorry. Truly do you horrifying. still have a dead body over your shoulder? No, I drop it. <laughs> Feed it to Terry. I like. Oh my god! I, I splunk it to the floor. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> people who teleported wet. you and Terry are like. <laughs> I'm like, look, I don't know what's relevant to stuff. I'm not a magic scientist, okay? I just bring you back the stuff. This was part of the stuff. It was irrelevant. One of them is kind of like clutching their mouth and running into the temple. You're like, Cal, Cal, they're here. Cal. <laughs> and uh, Cal comes jogging in, and she says, "Oh." Hey guys, how'd it go? Killed this hag. Oh, why? Why'd you bring her back? <laughs> Just in case. Hey Cal. Cal. Hey Cal. Yeah. We were rats together. <laughs> we were. We were all rats. It was really nice. <laughs> Not really fully certain what that means. We turned into rats. Like literal we rats. All turned into rats. Is Ander here? Somewhere. Ander. Ander. Want to be a rat? <laughs> Ander, take this hag corpse down to the boys in the lab. <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to 
on, ja Jamie, you've been binging Criminal Minds. You know what I'm going for here. Bring this hag corpse down to the boys in the lab. Have them run a ballistics check, a forensics check, a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Um, oh, man. So Cal says, uh, so listen, Morgana's a little tied up in something right now, so she sent me to pay you. Here's 1600 Way! For uh, checking that out, and she wants to see you um, in her office. She'll send you a note when she's ready to see you. Uh, okay, and she'll have the rest. Am I still it. wearing my my dress? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh, we're You're all, all still in, in fancy, fancy clothes. No, no, I, all torn up. I specifically I remember. I our armor. I said that I changed. I don't think any, everybody else did. You put your did. armor on. I don't oh. have armor, so Fenian was definitely in his fancy clothes. I was in my my dress. <laughs> I definitely. Uh, you had to have had your armor on if we were playing by that AC, though, just so you know. What? The armor you're wearing, typically. Yeah, because oh, that's how right. you get your armor class. It's just I over. quickly turned it, take it off, so I'm just wearing the dress. Okay, she loves it. She's like, "Damn, Portia, killing it!" Thanks. Uh, and uh, as you guys are standing here, kind of just talking over this dead body, um, Ander runs in and he says, "Adventurers, welcome hey, back!" Hi, my baby. Uh, he spots your grappling hook, Otto, in your hand, and he mm. says. <gasps> Mr. Otto. Yes? Can I borrow that? <laughs> Do what? Are you going to use it to get into trouble? Only possibly. Okay, then definitely, yes. You oh, can yes, thank you. And he takes it and runs off. Um, Starting to like that damn kid. I have the strangest feeling you shouldn't have given an 11-year-old a grappling hook. <laughs> Uh, I on, was half kids... his age when my father gave me my <laughs> first grappling hook. Yeah, look how you turned out. Exactly. <laughs> it is it's past time he had a grappling hook of his own. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? When we get to Sisbiv, okay. I'm gonna buy uh, a little hook. grappling hook. A little tiny. My first grappling hook. <laughs> <laughs> a Duplo grappling hook. Yeah. Uh, that was product placement for you, James. <laughs> Did you a solid? Cal's like, it's like uh, I don't I don't know. You guys were like in a cave or something. It's like uh, maybe three in the morning, so not a lot of people around. Kind of oh. just us night crew. So if you want to like get to bed, rest up, you know, well, we can talk in the morning. Morgana will be out for you. Is Olin Fair up? Nope. Oh, it's nighttime. Well, it's like we kind of left things pretty askew over there. Should we just debrief to make sure that there's nothing urgent? Yeah, we did some bad things. Like to that we kind of did some war crimes. All, Again, all Morgana said was that she would let you know when she was ready to talk. Okay. Okay. Well, right. oh my God, Mom, God, don't say mad at we us. didn't warn Maybe. you. Maybe. All right. Well, I'm going to bed. Me too. Yeah, it's really. Portia, I'm, I'm rolling exhausted. a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> You almost died, but you know. we're gonna... boxing out the room tonight. All right, what do you do with the body? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. You bring it to bed. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> ah! I'm gonna no. I'm gonna take this dead body. Oh, no. <laughs> and take just... it to Sisbib. <laughs> no, you will know no. what to do. He, yeah, he'll fucking eat it. <laughs> I'm gonna take this bad boy. He's gonna lick to it. To Olin Fair. He's gonna lick it. I'm gonna 
I'm just gonna slap this meat husk right down onto Olin Fair's table. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it there. It may if whatever the fantasy equivalent of a sticky note is, I'm just gonna leave it. it says like thought it might be relevant, auto. <laughs> <laughs> Work. Oh dear God! Uh, and then also before we go to bed, I'm, I'm I wanna, cause I just re-listened to all the podcast episodes and I heard the part where, uh, we were told that we can raid the snack cabinet in the kitchen anytime we want. I'm definitely gonna get some snacks. I'm hungry. Oh, I want some cheese. Yeah, yeah, Portia, we're definitely yeah. doing that we, too. We take a quick little snack session. <laughs> I think we all need a midnight snack. So, fantasy Cheetos. Cheese its or cheese nips, fam. Mm, it's it's that's it's. Right. So we're a cheese its party. Us. Okay, <laughs> we still have no plan for this dead body. Are you really just all gonna... unfair? All unfair gets it. Okay, okay. You guys raid the snack cabinet. And go I feel to bed. like I'm not the one being weird with the dead body. Everyone else is really upset about it. Our heroes fill their arms with snacks from the cupboards and return to their rooms, ready to settle into the exhaustion of the long day they've endured. In this now eerily quiet temple, the only sounds to be heard echoing through the damp halls are the occasional droplet of water hitting a puddle beneath it. The scuffing of shoes on rock can be heard as Ander tries repeatedly to learn how to use his borrowed grappling hook in the training room, and with heightened focus and a very trained ear. We can hear someone pacing, back and forth with every anxious thought. The trim of a robe drags behind the wandering feet, and the smooth scraping of a quill on parchment fills the room behind them. The rest of the temple is quiet and still, but the air stirs thickly with nervous tension. <laughs> 